It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Talk about the Cavaliers, who last yeah. night, it was, a, it was a wild game. At one point, I think they were down 15, 19, 19 points. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have to admit, that's when I stopped paying attention because I just thought, well, you know, yeah. it's too much on the road against the best home team in the NBA. And they were and completely healthy, and the Cavs were, had, were without their best player. Without Mitchell. So yeah. I just figured that it was going to be an L. But then, as I'm checking my score, I see that it was a one-point game, like with seven minutes to go. And I yeah. said, whoa, what the hell happened? So, uh, in the end... It wasn't enough. They lost 115-114. They had a um, three-point lead with, like, 40 seconds, They did, seconds yeah. Uh, John Morant m- missed a shot yeah. that was tipped in with, like, 15, 16 seconds to right. go. Um, By the I way, that Stephen Adams had the tip in. Go right. Ahead. Stephen Adams tipped in gave, gave them the lead. Yes. But what led to that beforehand, when the, when the Grizzlies had the ball with, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, whatever it was, they were down three. And they called the foul on yeah. Darren Allen. Yes. Yeah. That yes. was a horrible call. I didn't, I didn't like that call either. You want to just pull it, Mikey? Can we see that play? Do you want the inbounds play in the last possession? Or no, do you want the, no, the, no. The Jared Allen block yeah. call with that a minute block left. Call. That was the, a terrible. The block call, we, could, we couldn't find the block call. Oh, really? Okay. Oh. So, but yeah, for those who saw a, it, I mean, that was a minute terrible. Left. Jared Allen's just standing there. I know. I didn't get it. I think it was one of those that you just chalk up the home cooking. so you gave easy free throws. But it changes the dynamic of the game because if it's a foul on Memphis or a no call, right? you know, now you no call. He's not getting a shot up. You, now you go in the other way. You got possession, right. three right. point lead. Yeah, I would have yeah, been happy. I would have been happy with a no call. Yeah, yeah. It, it uh, changes the game. But like last night was a perfect example to me, guys, of like this push and pull that we're having with the conversation about Donovan Mitchell versus the development of Evan yeah. Mobley. And last night I thought was just a perfect encapsulation of that. No doubt, because Donovan takes up so much oxygen on the offense that at times I do think it has stunted Mobley's growth. But then yeah. last night. He has the opportunity. Mobley played great. I had thought, a great night. Jason, I thought the fourth quarter of that game was the best I'd ever seen him play. He was phenomenal on offense. He was confident. He was taking – I know – I think it was Mikey that brought up – like, he needs that – was it you that brought it up or maybe G? He needs that 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 foul line jumper, like, from yeah. the – you know. And he, One thing I didn't understand, not, though, at the end of the game, when when Garland finally took got the shot yeah. away that was blocked, yeah. uh, he ran out to the three-point line. Mobley did. I would have to go back and look at yeah, it. Was probably, he was out on the left wing, and I'm like, yeah. I, 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 but first of all, I didn't like that we yeah. were taking a three there. Yeah, I didn't like I, it I, I didn't. Like, force the ball inside. It was bad. They didn't get a good shot off. But but specifically on Mobley, I, offensively, on the glass, and defensively, he was killing it, it was, them. Yeah. He was great He was blocking shots. He was all, you know, moving shots. I mean, he was phenomenal. But this is the quarter. difference that Donovan makes because yeah. this is – so we've talked all the time about, like, Regular season versus postseason. Yeah. It's totally different, and there's no there's no similarity between the two. But the Cavs are in a nice little stretch here where they had at Memphis last night. They've got Golden State and Milwaukee coming up this weekend at home. This is a pretty yeah. good stick of where they're at. And and I thought what was important last night with no Donovan, they go back to Darius as the closer, and you see why this team needs Donovan. And if it stunts Evans' growth, okay, so be it. You kind of live with it for big moments like this because Darius tried to close it out. And frankly, he couldn't do it. And Darius played great. And, and this is nitpicking a little bit, but like I'm just showing you, like this is what happens. So I don't think we have the the possession. But Darius uh, shoots a three and misses. It was a, it was a good look. He was open, 
and then gets it back, tries to drive. They swat it out of bounds. And so there's three seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah. So Cavs call timeout because they got to try and run a play. And I want to show you this play real quick. We got this one. You can take it, Steve. You play. All right. So here's the play coming up where they have Karis try and set the screen. And it was a terrible screen from, from Karis. And as a result, they can't get the – they can't – you see Karis there trying yeah. to set the screen. Yeah, you're right. That was it's a half-ass screen. It's a terrible screen. So Dylan Brooks, who's a terrific defender, fights right through the screen. Darius can't get open. They can't get the ball in. It's a five-second yeah. penalty. Do you have another timeout left? That's a fail all the way around. That's you, a huge mistake either by take, You yeah. have to see that the get officials the get the five. Call the other timeout. Get a better inbounds play in. You know, do something there. I don't know if Isaac's a great trigger man there. He's kind of a young guy. You want more of a veteran in that instance, a guy who can understand the internal clock. So just a complete failure and breakdown there. And part of it is you don't have Donovan. And, and so when your point guard is your closer, it's not impossible, but it's difficult to win. And like Chris Paul is the best player on the Suns, and they and they have a lot of success. But I've talked to a lot of NBA people who feel like you want your point guard to be a number two, but it's really tough for him to be a number one and to win at a high level with that. Yeah. And I think last night was a perfect encapsulation of that. Darius played a great game. Evan Mobley played a terrific game, but they were missing their closer on the road, end of game situation, where you have a chance to make a big shot and win the game, and they couldn't get it done. We've and, been very and Jason, real quick, yeah. one thing on that. We have the last possession of the game when they get the ball back down one fourteen seconds left. Steve, play the clip here, and this is exactly Watch what you're talking about, Watch. Jason. Well, not, not Mobley here, but Garland against a good defender. Dylan Brooks is a good defender. Struggles to create an open look here. He passes, right. gets it back, and right. then – this is what you end up with. This is yeah. what you end up with. Jared Allen also did not set a good pick there. No, but look where Mobley is right here. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing out Mo there. Wh wh I mean, what, what's going on? Well, I, I think the, the play there probably is just get open and try and get a shot. But yeah. I, they, they did have a timeout left. But look <coughs> at the pick Jared Allen. <coughs> Usually he's great at this, but this is not and, a good pick here. And, well, no, it's not. He probably, yeah. But I don't think he knew exactly what Darius was doing because do, they yeah. weren't running a play. It there's was just there's no set play there. Jason, right. that really is just screwed up get a good shot. That, that's playground basketball. And, and, and this is the age-old debate that yeah. coaches have all the time. In that situation, do you want to call a timeout and let the defense get set? Or you yeah, just want I know. That's always a dilemma. And I think JB wanted, probably was looking at this as, hey, it's a big moment. Let's see what they can well, do. Well, you know what? If, if I have my closer on the floor, I say go. Yeah. But without Mitchell in the game – Let's reset. Yeah. Let's catch our breath. Let's draw something up. Right. And I don't I, – I, Mobley just drifts out here. First of all, I think they should have shot earlier in case they missed that they get a chance for a rebound. Yeah. I just – I thought the whole thing was poorly operated. I, I don't like – I thought they were out of timeouts at first. And then I went back and watched it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, they still had a timeout. So, that's, that's the rough part is you still have a timeout. You took a five-second call and you didn't have a play drawn up at the end. And you went home with a timeout. So – they're little things, but this is the difference in playoff basketball, especially when you're yeah. on the road. This is what determines if you. And by the way, let's point out Memphis, the best team at home in the NBA, eleven in a row, at, at I think. twenty and three. They've won eleven in a row, which yeah. ties a franchise record. To your point, they were completely healthy. The yeah. fact that they played this team to within a last shot of beating them on their floor was an encouraging sign. Yes. But unfortunately, it's just more right. ammunition but, to what we've said all year. They're not good on the road, and they have a closing problem. But, yeah. it, yeah, I mean, if they had won that game, oh, it would have been huge. But that might have been one of the biggest wins of the season. Absolutely. No doubt. I think it would have been the biggest. But one other thing we haven't mentioned, Isaac Okoro, who played very well last night, is he playing his best basketball. He is. And I wonder. He's playing with confidence. Right? Like, he made, I think he made every field goal last I night. I talked about it early in the year. 
teams are just ignoring him. And, and Memphis was ignoring him last night. Yeah. And early in the year, he'd get the ball in the corner and give it what like he wanted. Right. No, well, part that's why teams are ignoring basketball. him, and maybe that's why yeah. he's having success. Right. It's because he, the book on him his, early was he's not he's not involved. Go back and look at a lot of his looks last night. They were wide open, catch and shoot, set yeah. your feet. You got plenty of time. If he continues to play this way, teams are going to start paying more attention to him. Uh, but I, this is this is exactly what they need out of him. That is exactly what you need. Seventeen points. I think five of five on threes. I think is what it was. Yeah. Uh, like that's that's what well, you that, need from him. You don't need him to go one hundred percent from three. But if he can make three or four threes a night, even two or three threes a night, just being in the corner and wait for the ball on offense, be active defensively, be the athletic guy, yeah. be the Dylan Brooks of, of their defense, who did a great job last night defensively. For Especially Memphis. on that last play. Yeah, yeah he was I mean, he was terrific on Garland. Well, Jason, all night. let me ask you this: it, it, from your perspective, with Isaac Okoro playing probably the best basketball of his career recently. Are you thinking, wow, this is great because maybe he's going to continue to progress and can be a legitimate player? Or are you thinking, or if you're the Cavs, are you thinking, I hope he keeps playing great because maybe we could use him as a real trade chip? I don't think you're going to trade him only because he's young and he fits. He's not making a ton of money. And I think you look at this and go, this, yes, this is what we've been working on. You know that's right. what he can be. This is what this But is can he be that consistent? Right, yeah. And that's what I think. I, I think it's, it's worth. And in the playoffs, when the defense gets ratcheted up. I think it's worth keeping him to find out if that's what he can be because of what we've talked about all year. They're not going to be a tax-paying team. Right. So what are you really going to get for him? You know, I don't, I don't know that they're really going to get all that much for him. I'd yeah. rather keep him and see if he can continue developing that way, this way, if he can continue to grow uh, into the player that they obviously thought that he could be. We've got a minute, then we're going to Cavs fence rider question. No fence rider questions. Yeah. Um, someone sent it to our group this morning, Deadspin picked up on our conversation earlier this week about, I think you just threw it out, happenstance. Would about you, LeBron. Yeah, yeah, would you trade right now <laughs> LeBron James for uh, Evan Mo or for Evan uh, Mobile? Yeah, 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 straight up. And uh, it was a fun conversation. It was, you know, but the, it was funny. The way Deadspin wrote the article was, this question's nuts. Well, wait, maybe it's not so nuts. I want you to weigh in on that. I wanted to crawl under the chair. I told Bull. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I wanted to crawl under the chair. Listen, I did too. I, I said when you said it, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I knew it was going to get yeah. clipped and it was going to go everywhere yeah. and I was going to hear about it from sure. someone. But, uh, no. but on one hand, it is crazy. But on the other hand, well, number, it does at least beg for some inspection. By the way, it can't be crazy if the fact you'd have a better ch- – as much as I like Mobley and really don't want to trade him – You'd have a better chance to win a title this year with LeBron. Than yeah, Mobley. but you're clearly selling your soul. It's, okay, it's, of it's a Los Angeles Rams type deal. But like we said the other day, first of all, it cannot happen. LeBron right. cannot physically be traded this year from the Lakers under any circumstance. Right, right, right. Because of the timing of when he signed his contract, legally he couldn't be traded until after the trade deadline passes. And the so, money doesn't work. So it's it's out. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it, regardless of the money, he physically, literally cannot be traded this yeah. year. So it's a moot point. I still wouldn't do it. I mean, I obviously I love LeBron, but I would not make that trade. I think Mobley could be a very special special player. Yeah, I wouldn't make in it this either. league. No and way. you know, LeBron's going to be. I, I, we were having this conversation before. I think that like, okay, they're going to go to the playoffs this year, and if maybe they win a series, yeah, and then maybe next year they go to the conference finals and they lose, and then they bring LeBron. and you're one piece <laughs> away. And the thing of it is, is that's where you have your cake and you get to eat that's it. Exactly. Right. It. So you that's just exactly it. wait. You yeah. build and, and you see what he's going to do. Right. And bring and LeBron maybe, to the You know, the guy changes his minute, uh, changes his mind every ten minutes I'm, or so. I'm in the minority, the vast minority. I think it's possible. Everyone says there's no. I way agree he's with you. Back. I think he's it's possible. His career in L.A. His kids love it there. His yeah. wife loves it there. I'm like, okay. That's true. They love Miami, but too. But the kids are getting older, and they're growing up, 
and I, I absolutely. His younger son is is what year in school? Bryce is uh, sophomore. sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. How good yeah. is he, by the way? Better than Bryce. Better Supposedly than better. Yeah, oh, he really? Is. Yeah, he is. Which is interesting. He's already six seven as a sophomore. And Bronny's now a junior or a senior. Bronny is a senior. senior. Okay. And where is he? He's moved up and down in the top fifty recruits. But do we you know the where? The most recent, like as in the last week update from two four seven. Yeah, wasn't he like forty seven or something? No, he moved up. He's actually he's played really well this season. Okay. Uh, according to two four seven, let me find it. He is. But does he get overhyped because he's LeBron's kid? Absolutely. Yes. Right. yes. If his name's Bronny he's, Smith, right? He's yeah. thirty-six now. Thirty-six. He's now. he's a, okay. he's a very good player, but he is not. It's well, kind of unfair right. to him. It's he's not. Well, he's it was not. like watching Michael's kids. I think one of them went to UCF, and you you felt sorry for them because I, I, is yeah. he be every gym by the top he's ever no? walked? Yeah, Bronny is. And is it just because? Well, it, it, I mean, I remember watching Jarrett Payton at Miami, Walter Payton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I covered that national championship game when with Jarrett and thought, man, how tough that is. Yeah, I know to carry that name. Every gym he's ever walked into, for Jared, every football yeah. field he ever stepped on, from the time he was five, that's the bronze kid right yep. there. Yep. Everybody in the gym knows it. Yep. And that is tough for a five-year-old to live yep. up yep. to. Yep. Unless the sun's better. Which I, I joked with him once about that. We were having a conversation. Savannah was afraid something was happening where it was putting too much pressure. About if they stayed here, if the kids went to St. View and put yeah, too yeah, much pressure sure. on yeah, the Yeah, I think that would have been a lot and of pressure. And I said, you named him LeBron Jr. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah that he was goes, the first mistake. He goes, I know, right? Yeah, that was the, <laughs> that was the which is maybe why they said, no, he's Bronny. Yeah. Bronny, yeah. yeah. But, but, but you're not fooling anybody. Right. We know exactly who you are. Okay, let's do no fence riders with Cass. All right, so just a little background here. Bull was supposed to be off today. I was supposed to be in his chair, so I answered these questions as well. Okay. But uh, I did also, answer. You did? Yeah. No, no, he answered, but okay, I answered good. too. So if you see a chicken nugget on here, I, I did answer. <laughs> and it actually works out well because we had five questions. Three of these are three, th- uh, four of these are three, three splits. So okay. one was unanimous, the, the other the three were all three, three splits. So let's start with the first one here, Steve. Fence question number one. It's the first ever fence questions not about the NFL, right? You're right. right. I no, think we, we did the Cavs preseason. We did? Oh, preseason, Cavs you're right. Oh, yeah, you're right. okay. Will the Cavs have multiple All-Stars this season? It was a 3-3 split, and Jay, you are the only person here who said yes. The, I'll Ooh. say this was very hard for me. Also, yeah. This is, <laughs> looks like Jason and nugget. I are fighting over that nugget. That is, that is yeah, Anthony, really. Kudos. Come on, man. Anthony's off right now, but kudos to you, Anthony. Kudos. Oh, right. Jason, I've only seen you that angry once. And uh, that's a still that, shot from the show, for the record. Yeah. That was when you got so fired up about Baker was never going to play here again. Yes. Yeah. You scream, he's not playing he's here. Never taking another snap here ever. <laughs> Although you didn't see me screaming at the traffic cop. The other yeah, that's true. <laughs> Someone did. Somebody did. Um, that so, yeah, I'll explain quickly. Who are your multiple I, guys? I, I, I just think that this team is too good to not get two. Last year, they got three. They're better this year. Right. So, I mean, I, I think that Garland has played at that level, and I think that Mitchell has played at that level. And I, I think it's I only going to be tough. Mitchell. I think Garland falls short. Yeah, it's only going to be uh, Donovan. I don't think – now, I guess we should have – I should have asked for clarification on this because everybody drops out. Which is why I went oh, with two. Which so, is right. why I went with two. So, There's always guys that get selected after the team is announced. I'm looking at this as the initial team. Yes, that, that, that's how I meant oh, well, it. Oh, okay. well, now, Jay, you're right. 
If Bowie yeah. gets on, you will I think Jay right. gets that. I think it counts because if they get Jay, in. Yeah. Jay does get it, but when I posed the question, I was thinking along Jason's lines. Jay, you are correct, though. And it, by the way, I'm with those guys. If I, on the initial team that's announced, yeah, they absolutely get one. And, but right. someone's going to drop well, out. Well, there's going to be a lot of someone's because yeah, there always, always is. is. And it's a cold weather city. And that makes a difference. Yes, and oh, where is right. it this year? Salt Lake they City. Don't it, they don't want to go. Who the hell wants and to go there? It's a cold weather city for the second year in a row because we had it last year. I'm telling you, this makes a huge difference. Guys are going to come up with hamstring injuries because they want to go all the way on the beach. So you're going to see a lot of guys yeah. drop out, and maybe Darius gets in that way. But in terms of right. the initial team, no, it's only going to be Donovan. Yeah, so it's kind of semantic. Especially there, the older players. The older players, they don't care. They don't want to go to Utah. No, they no. don't care. They don't no, want to come to Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, what's right, number two? Right. Number two, and Bull, I'm going to let you go first on this one. You did not get a chance to answer this. It's another 3-3 split. I didn't? The Cavs have a 9-14 record on the road right now. Will they finish the season with at least a 500 record? 3-3 split. Bull, you also joined Jason and Jay. Actually, all you guys say no on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Cavs, we're far enough into the season for them to finish 500 or better on the road, they're going to have to play significantly over 500 right. for the rest of the season. I think they'll be better on – I could see them playing 500 road basketball the rest of the year, but I don't see them playing – you know, they're four under, so they have to play four over There's the rest of the way. There's 18 road games to play. Right, they'd have to They win. would literally have to go 13-5 and five to do that on the road. The rest of yeah, the way. Yeah, and they've got. I briefly, That's not going to happen. I think a tough game. Yeah, stuff. I briefly glanced at their schedule at, when I saw that question. They yeah. got a lot of hard road right, games right, coming right. up. Yeah. It's Can not, I give no. you my reasoning? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I do think home court matters to the Cavs more than the other top three, four teams in the East. Meaning each game, well, one game could be the difference between being a home team and a road team, four, right. five, three, six. I think it matters for the Cavs. I think they'll play harder down the stretch than, let's say, Brooklyn, Philly, who may rest guys because they're not looking at home court as such an advantage. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, no, I, you're right. They're going to want it. But I just think the hole is too deep at this point for them to get out of. They're, they're currently five games under 500 on the road, so which means they over. have to go six over, and there's not as many games on the road No, they have to go five as, over no. because it's 500. Oh, 500. oh I thought 500. it was over 500. At least. Either, yeah. way, 500 at least. either way, to do that, yeah. there's, a, there's fewer games left on right. the road yeah, than they've already played. It's, it's hard. It's going to be really tough. Yeah, they have to win almost two-thirds of their road games. And, and so. I, I just don't see that happening. Now, to your point that home, fee, home court is more important to the Cavs, couldn't agree more. Um, you had mentioned the other – Day that there was only a few two teams with a winning record on the road. Yeah, I think three. Now there's six. Oh, so but still it's that's still starting to turn around. And the yeah. Knicks oddly have the best oh, road right. record, right. or not? Now they're second best on the, the road. I think they have the biggest differential in a do. positive way of road versus yeah. home for whatever reason. But I, so I think you're absolutely right. I think the home court is very very important. Yeah. But the one thing that scares me right now is, and, and I'm not suggesting they're not going to make the playoffs, but things are so close in the East. 
that the Cavs are actually closer to missing the playoffs, finishing in the nine, than they are to being in the well, one. Well, nine's in the play-in still. The play-in. It is, but I'm talking about teams that make the playoffs, which yeah. we know are only the top six. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're closer to seven than they are to one. Yes, yes. they're, they they're be closer a yeah. to being team. out of the playoffs right yeah. now. Which there's In there's, the play-in round. Yeah, they're five and a half games out of first, but they're only four games from the being East is loaded. out yeah. of the playoffs, yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is terrifying to me. Um, I'm not suggesting that they're going to they're going to finish below that line, right. but um, yeah, you got to finish top six, and and and, and I I think you got to finish top four if you're going to win a round, sure. Because this team, it is what it is, and on the at home they're yeah. very good, and on the road they're not. And really, even if you finish four, you're going to have to play a really a like you, yeah, ideally they finish three because the 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 drop off in the East is after five. It is right now. Teams. Two through five are separated by one game, or right. two games, something like and that. And then once you get to six, those teams are a level yeah, worse. They are. So they yeah. are. All right. Question number three. Another three-three split. Mm. It comes down to our boy Evan Mobley. He's averaging fourteen and a half points per game. Will he finish the season averaging at least fifteen? Once again, even split. Jason, you said no. Jay and Bull said yes. What do you have last night? 18 last night. 18 last night. Okay. Which, so, so it's probably at 14.6 now. It's hard to – a half a point doesn't seem like a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. And that's why season. I said no. What he and needs is like a 38-point night. I mean, and we saw without Donovan last night, he gave you 18. He had yeah. a marvelous game, yeah. but he gave you 18 sure. without Donovan. So with Donovan, when he's healthy and out there, I, I just don't see – I think you're probably right. Even though I said over – I think you probably you'll probably end up being right. Well, it, I did, I wonder if it went to fourteen point six. Probably not. No, because, because he was only I think two, he was three and a half over, and he wasn't even. It, it's, it's a roundup to get to fourteen and a half. Yeah, where he's oh, truly okay. at right now. I'm just being optimistic. I just I I want him to be over fifteen, but I don't know if in my heart I really believe that he can do that. But I think I uh, think you'd have to average over sixteen the rest of the way. It's sixteen. Which I is, try to run some quick it's numbers. Doable. It's doable. I mean, but I, you know, it's I just going to, it's going to be it. like, it's like your grade point average or your batting average. It's so easy to get that thing down. Right. It is really it's hard, hard yeah. to pull it back when up. When you're playing with two ball dominant guys like Darius and Donovan, right. he's just not going to have that many. Part of the reason I thought he might be able to do it is a, his natural progression and B just that Darius and Donovan seem to miss time. They do. And when one of them's out, he has a better chance of scoring more yeah. points. That's that's for sure. Okay, next. All right, this next one was our only unanimous one. And I do think there is a little debate here. We all agree. Will Donovan Mitchell make either the first team or second team all NBA team when the season's over? There are a lot of really good guards. We all said yes. We all think he makes first or second team. Yep. He's probably a lock if second it ended today as a I second team. I think second probably team. Probably second team. Yep, I, th- I do too. But there are a lot of other candidates. We don't I have know. to get into it today. We'll get into it later is in the it season. Is it position but. specific? I can't remember. I couldn't it is. Two guards. Yeah. yeah. Two, Two guards, guards make the team. Uh, he's got to be in the top four guards, and I just think he is. Who? So I who mean, are the top guards right now, Mikey? Well, if it ended today, Luca would be a unanimous right. uh, first he would team. would be. And then let me pull up. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Well, t- the thing is, Tatum has the guard forward. He's a he's not a split, guard. Whatever you want. I don't know where they, I don't know what they qualify him as. Yeah. I don't either. But I'm, he's I, he's one of the splits. He gets both ways, which is is not really fair. Uh, Bill Simmons just did a podcast. I'm drawing a blank on who he had, but he had uh, Gildas Alexander on OKC and Donovan Mitchell as his two second team guards at the moment. Yeah, Donovan's going to make the top. Yeah, but if it comes and if it did come down between and those two, Morant was also dude. He's he's had a 70 point game this year. Yeah, right? and, and I mean. I like Shane Gilgis Alexander is a great player, but he's playing on a crappy team. Yeah, 
That, that would have they, they were his two. It wasn't. I hear no. I'm, those were his two. I hear you, but I'm saying if for some reason it did come down to those two guys, yeah, I think the tiebreaker is the better team. Yeah, I do too. So. All right, uh, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna up while we do this. But this is our last question here, and then we'll get into some NFL stuff. Will the Cavs finish the season as a top four seed in the East? Jay, you said no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else besides Tyvis. I, I think the said reason. Yes. Also, I, I think I'm going to include myself. I just like seeing the chicken nugget on the, uh, the graphics. It had just a nice touch. You yeah. have so. to be in there every time now. Yeah, I do think Andy has to make fantastic. that a requirement. I, I, I said Maybe no because uh, currently they're not in the top four. Um, and I think the other thing that this is becoming a real concern of mine now, I'm hoping that it's not a characteristic of, the, of a JB coach team that they come out red hot and they sort of fade as the season goes on. We saw that last year. He prioritizes defense. We know defense takes energy. And we know that teams have so much energy in the tank for the 82, for the long haul. And I'm seeing signs over the last three weeks that they're regressing. And so if that regression continues, they're not going to finish in the top four. Right. Um, Right. Now, you have – other things going on, the Nets can't stay healthy. They did move right. past the That's Cavs. a big part of the reason and, why. I and by the way, I think they're two games from being in the two. So it's right. really tightly bunched there. But since Durant but, got hurt, they've lost three in a row. Yeah, no, they're going to fall back, right. and that would put them at four. But he's also going to get healthy. He's going to come back. Right, but, it, you know, is he going to come back in February or is he going to come back in March well, or April? Well, I don't I think mean, there's I'm, any indication he's going to miss that much no, time. No, I don't think so. But but Durant, they're not going to rush yeah, Durant. They said if it goes according to schedule, he'll be back two weeks before the All-Star break, so beginning of February. They may just be cautious. And Which is only two weeks two away. Weeks. If it's two five weeks before, games away. Right, but if it's really he – are they going to play him for two weeks? For the, wouldn't you just sit him until the All-Star – I think if he's ready to go, you put him out there. You just want to keep him in his game rhythm. And he's very moody and sensitive. You want to keep him engaged. But I'm saying it's up to him, though. Well, if he's I'm, if he's healthy and ready to go, yeah, that's not a guy you can sit because you might lose. No, him. I say yeah. I'm, right, but what if he wants to sit? Then he's going to sit. Oh, then he'll sit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. but yeah. I don't. I but don't, I don't know why he would want to sit. That's the case. I mean, he knows what's at yeah. stake here yeah. too. Yeah, and they're he all in on a championship. And he's more miserable, the, by the way, Durant or Kyrie. I was around yes. Kyrie, not Kevin, every day, so it's yeah. hard for me to say. But Kyrie's pretty miserable. Yeah, both. Pretty miserable. Both. Why do you guys? Are you are you real confident that they're going to finish in the top four? I'm not overly confident, but I just think that I, I think the bull. I, I I'm I, I would bet that like by the time Durant comes back, Kyrie will get hurt because he's always hurt. <laughs> yeah, one and of them. I, I I don't know. I mean, I love the way the I know they lost and, but I love the way the Cavs played last night. I, I do too. It was a great effort. I and do too. I think. You know, there is some fair criticism of JB, no doubt. But I think last year had to do with all the injuries. And I'm just hoping they won't be just crushed yeah, with injuries right, right. in the second half of the I season. I felt all year they were a top three team, so I'm not going to back away from that now. Yeah. I thought they were the third best team okay. in the East Very all good. year long. So Who do you, if, they, if the Cavs had to play, real quick, Cavs had to play in the first round one of the top other four good teams. Philly, Brooklyn, Boston. And you uh, want to play Brooklyn? Give me Milwaukee. Assuming guys are healthy, right? Yeah. If you're going to assume that everybody on the Nets is healthy, and Kyrie Durant, I give me Philly. I would take take Philly too. I take Philly. Philly. That's the The only thing that makes me. I would agree Philly, but the thing that makes me nervous is like, how do you stop Embiid? I know the star power factor is absolutely there. How do you stop Durant? But you know what? It's like picking your poison with those four. They're all. Very Cavs good. Cavs have played well against Boston. I don't know if that it's, matters in the playoffs. No, but it matter, sucks yeah. that all the talent now is in the East. Yeah. It really does. It makes it so much it's more tricky. difficult yeah. 
for it's it's like all those years when the AFC had Manning and Brady. Not that the Browns were ever in the mix, but one reason it was very difficult for me to ever get excited through yeah. all of those years was you got to get through Brady and Manning. No, well, the, now, AFC, the AFC is still like that. It is back to <laughs> beat. But yeah. one, I, I sat down with. Uh, Mike Brown and did a big story on on his resurgence with the Kings, the way he's turned the Kings yeah. around a couple yeah. weeks ago. And I talked to people in the Kings organization who said exactly like Kevin Durant went to the East mm -hmm. and a couple other stars, Donovan leaving the West. I mean, LeBron's east. in the West still, but, yeah. right. but the Kings looked at this as like, this is our chance. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Yeah, that's the, smart. The West is wide open, whereas we were saying that about the East for years. We were. And now yeah. it's yeah. the young teams in the West, like the Kings saying, we have an opening here. Right, right, the right. East is dominant. All the stars are going to the East. Yeah. Let's make a run here. That's, that's yeah. very true, and it's very astute and smart of that organization. Yeah. yeah. To recognize when you strike, right. and yeah. that's what they're and they've doing. they've been a terrible organization. So, forever. we're going to try something new here. We've got four NFL topics we're going to do in 20 minutes. Let's call it fourth and 20, because it's do, a long shot that we get that done. I like, Jay, it, it's I, a I long see shot. With that. So, yep. we have four NFL burning questions to do in 20 minutes. It's 33 after the hour. We got until 53, so let's go. First up, which game are you most excited for this weekend? Buffalo, Cincinnati. Damn, that was mine too. <laughs> well, you know which game he's most excited about. I know, so, so it's a clean are. sweep. Yeah, I mean, if, if I take my fandom out of it, uh, Dallas, San Francisco. That's my number two. That's my number yep. two. Yeah, yeah, I guess I would. Probably That's going to be a hell of a game. I actually think this Jags Chief game is going to be pretty interesting. I think no, it's going to be closer I, than people I, think. I, I, yeah, I disagree. I think twenty-seven nothing Jags are the Jags we're going to see. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I think I the don't Chiefs. Know. Are, I well, think, we know this much. Andy yeah. Reid will not do what Brandon Staley, Brandon Staley did. Staley. Certainly not. No. I, I mean, I know he's done that a couple times against Cincinnati, against but Cincinnati. let me tell you something. Andy Reid, the reason he's still thriving and existing in the NFL. All of the mistakes that he made in Philadelphia in big games, and he made a lot of them, yeah. he learned from those. And I think he's made critical mistakes against the Bengals in all three of their recent losses. And I think that we're, that's not going to happen again. They're going to play every possession in Kansas City like they're down five with three minutes to go. Uh, I mean, we'll, he should. <laughs> I mean, every coach should play that way. They don't, though. Uh, I will say this. Here's my bold prediction for this weekend. All four games – Within one score at the end. I hope so because that means we've got great a great weekend of football. I do think I, I was complaining the other day. I think San Francisco has a horribly unfair advantage because of the extra time off in Dallas. But I do think Dallas is going to cover. I, I think those are two terrific defenses. The yeah. Niners and the Cowboys both play great defense. I think this Cowboys defense is by far the best defense Brock Purdy's seen. And all this Brock Purdy talk, I think, could come crashing down. He's going to show us true colors. I think the Niners win, but I, I yeah. think the you do. The Cow yeah, I think because I'm not sure. Wins. Yeah. I think the Cowboys can win this game. Uh, they outright. can. I think it's a toss they up, can. and I'm leaning towards the Cowboys. But I, I like know. the Cowboys to cover, but I think the Niners. To are your point win. about Brock Purdy, uh, yeah, he. This Dallas defense is special, and and Micah Parsons is a special player. Yeah. And yeah. Brock Purdy is going to get to meet him up close and personal. He's going to see him early. He's going to see yeah. him often. But, and I think he's going to be the, the difference Cowboys in the game. But the Cowboys have had a few games this year where their defense has been awful. It's been weird. And their offense. I have, Sam Howell I, just torched him in week 18. Yeah, I, 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 have, I, I know. I have no faith that the Cowboys offense can play well two weeks in a row. And they just cooked the Bucks. Yeah. I don't think they're going to So they're do due for an egg. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, that's fair. And San yeah. Francisco's defense is every bit as good as Dallas. I do defense. think we're going to well, get four games. Defense is it's elite. Back to yeah, the it game is. that we all agree is going to be the best game. Yeah. And that's the the bill the Bills yeah. and the Bengals. Yeah, I mean the one concern is the Bengals offensive line. They've lost three starters in the last three weeks. Yeah. Now, I think it does seem like there's a chance that Jonah Williams, who just got hurt, yeah, is gonna play their left tackle. 
which is a big difference. The right tackle, Lyle Collins, who got hurt a few weeks ago, I don't think is a big deal. Their right guard, Alex Kappa, is their best offensive lineman. He got hurt two weeks ago. He's not playing, is he? I don't think it's set in stone, but I'd be surprised. I think he's got a chance. But having their left tackle back will make a big difference because they had to play Jackson Carmen, who is horrible. Put a parking cone out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I text you. And Jonah Williams is not a great – like uh, Jedrick Wills, Jonah Williams is not a great left tackle, but he's serviceable. Yeah. Sure. He's better than a backup. You can get away with serviceable. Yeah. You can't get away with Jackson Carmen. So, I think that's a big thing to watch in this game. He had a dislocated kneecap, and yet – I think he's going to play. Wow. Supposedly, he was walking around the locker room yesterday with no help at all. Real quick, I want to go back to the Cincy-Baltimore game just yeah. because I was talking to an NFL coach who agreed with me yeah. and said Harbaugh did not screw up the clock. Oh, he, did. he did it exactly right at the end of the game. Listen, it was I, the holding call that killed him. I don't think it's a question of screwing it up. He did what he wanted to do. Yeah. I think the debate is, was that the right play? And I don't think it was. What I would say, Jason, is I agree with his philosophy of wanting to run out the clock. However, because he has a quarterback that is a subpar quarterback, I would have wanted to get a little closer before I started running out the clock that much. I think because he, he started doing it even at midfield. He started I think doing he could have still run out the clock the same way, but potentially gotten down the field mm, a little know. further. I, That's I, how I had I no at. issue with the way it was the holding. They had no margin the holding, for error. The holding, the holding penalty, penalty killed. killed it destroyed. Yeah. Killed. 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 All right, uh, we're on pace, guys, for fourth and 20. All right. Did you under five minutes for the first topic. Okay. Number two, more likely to repeat. This was a great question, McNuggets. Thank you. Daniel Jones playing as well as he did again or Trevor Lawrence playing like he did last week. And you can go either way with the Lawrence. Will we see first half Lawrence or second half Lawrence? Which is the most likely to happen? Mm. So we either have to pick Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones or, being great again, yeah. or Lawrence being awful again or great again. I'll take Daniel Jones. Wow! I Thank will. you. I, I will take wow. Jones. I've been impressed with him all year. He's listen. He's not a top five quarterback in the NFL by any means, but he's winning and he's proving that like he's making leaps. I think the Giants are going to have a really hard decision to make with him this offseason about what they do. You do? Uh, you yeah. think it's a decision? Because yeah. I don't. I think they're all in on him. Well, I. I think Dable. Uh, do you franchise or do you sign him to I a monster would deal? I, you know what? I don't think it's going to take a monster decision. deal. Oh, I think if he's is. smart, yeah. he'll look at what's happened with Baker Mayfield as an example. Baker Mayfield could could still be here in Cleveland stealing money. They, <laughs> th- there was an offer that was there. Uh, now I know everybody says it's questionable, but I don't think there was ever an offer. I don't. Maybe I've been not. Told there was but no if, offer. If his representation would have come back with a little more, with with a, with a sense at all that we're in the ballpark. I think a deal would have been done. But when they came back, we're like, absolutely not. Then the Browns are like, okay, we're good. But with Daniel Jones, remember, it's his progress under the current head coach. Forget Daniel Jones the first couple of years. Agreed. But if I'm the Giants, I want to see it for another year. So I'm franchise taking him. I'm not giving him a deal. But Dable might be okay with it. Yeah, listen, I'm just speaking. I don't know what Dable feels. Right. And obviously, he got the best out of Daniel Jones. Yes. And that's what he does. Likes Stefanski for one year with, with, with Baker Mayfield. Right. Hey, you know, we all talked about they signed, you know, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, and those were both disasters. Well, quietly, Jared Goff had a nice year this he year. Did. He Very did. Very nice year. Now, Wentz is a disaster. Yes. But and Goff kind of bounced back this and year. I don't know that you'd want to franchise him because, boy, you're talking about big, big boatloads but of you're, money. But, but you're not tied to him for five years. Right. I understand that. So year. you're buying yourself another year to yes. look at him, but the 
the salary. And I don't be, know the Giants cap situation, but I tend to agree with Bull. I think yeah. I would franchise. I want to see him for one more wow. year, yeah. and then I mean, I he's going to make it again. Like like Thirty-eight million dollars. Yeah. Somebody By the way, the answer to the question though is Trevor Lawrence well, playing well. Well, That's here's my here's why I didn't really? take Trevor. Yeah. He was so bad in the first half and right. so good in the second half. Who he really is is probably somewhere yeah, in between. But I, I, yeah. I'm not saying he's going to play quite as well as he did in the second half. Well, it's you just did. Yeah. But I think he'll play close enough where I, I count it. I, I'm with you. I'm going again with Daniel Jones, who was fool's gold to me coming into this season. Yeah. And the more I've looked at him, the more shine he's had. And the fact that he's the only quarterback in the history of the NFL playoffs to throw for 300 yards, have two touching touchdown passes uh, throwing, uh, one running and 70 yards rushing. That's like, that is the complete portfolio of what well, you want your quarterback you to do. Yeah. What do you, let me ask you this. Who would you rather have going forward? Lawrence or Daniel Jones? Lawrence. Lawrence, no okay. question. But that's who, not, that's not no, this I know, question. But let me, what's, who, whose defense is better? Kansas City or Philadelphia? Philly. So I Philly. got, I got Trevor Lawrence is the better quarterback playing against the worst defense. No, I don't know. He's the better quarterback now. He's on a rookie contract right now, and I think he's got a higher ceiling. Okay. You think Daniel Jones right now is better than Trevor Lawrence? Yes. I do. I don't yeah. think he is. I, I do, too. Is. What are and, the numbers? And, what does the comparison look like? I mean, Daniel Jones only threw 15 touchdowns this season, but part of that is he has literally guys they signed off other players' practice squads as his receivers. I know. They had yeah. absolutely nobody. Uh, let me follow up Trevor Lawrence's stats. But Daniel Jones threw 15 touchdowns. Five interceptions. He also ran for 780 yards and seven touchdowns. Which is a so you huge part of it. Include that in Trevor Lawrence this year threw for 25 touchdowns and eight interceptions. So 10 and if you look at the second half for Trevor Lawrence, he was elite. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that stretch, the when they needed the to win games, yeah. he was very, very good. I'll just be fascinated because I agree with you. Yeah. I think he's going to be somewhere in between. He yeah. can't be that bad, yeah. and he can't be that I good. Like I, Trevor, I like Trevor game. Lawrence a lot. By the way, I do think J Daniel Jones is going to play well also this weekend, yeah. but I think yeah. Lawrence will be better than Daniel Jones. Okay. Uh, we're still on pace. We're doing great, guys. Yeah. Number three, bigger liability. And I think I'm going to say the Bengals' offensive line, not just the right side. Yeah, it's Because I know guys, there's still a question on the left side. So let's just say bigger liability. The Bengals' offensive line or Josh Allen's turnover issues, among them his propensity to turn it over in the red zone. I will say Bengals' offensive line because I don't think there is any fix to that. I think with Josh Allen, a lot of times I think it's a focus and concentration thing. And I, I, I would be shocked if that continues in this second round against an elite opponent like the Bengals. I'd be surprised by that. The Bengals' offensive line, needs a lot of help and that's not a focus and concentration that's a talent issue okay uh i think it's actually and maybe i'm biased but i think it's it's allen is a big problem joe burrow can make first of all the ravens have an excellent defense their defense the second half of the year was the best in football the best in football despite the fact that they have no help on offense so and in the end uh you know they they sack i think they what did they sack burrow four times in this game? I believe Last it week? was four. I'll double-check for Last you right week? now. I think it was four. Yeah, and that that's with right. a, the worst left tackle coming in in the middle of the game. Right. That won't, you know, unless they, somebody else gets hurt. Joe Burrow and, and, and Zach Taylor have done a great job this year of, A, they, before these injuries, had significantly improved the offensive line where they went from crap to middle of the road. Yeah. But also, Joe Burrow has done a much better job this year of getting rid of the ball quicker. And if you look at his average time to throw the ball, he was second behind Tom Brady this season in, you know, snap to get rid of the ball. Really? Yes. In the second fastest time. I wouldn't have guessed that. You wouldn't have guessed it, right? Because they throw deep a lot, whatever. Yeah. But the Bengals also like to, let's get Chase the ball quick and let him 
Sure. Let's get Higgins the ball quick. Yeah, quick I think crossing. you can make up for it, and I don't think the Bills, while they're good defensively, without Von Miller, they don't have the pass rush that the Ravens do. And so I, I and you know, I, I, you never know if a guy gets hurt in the game. But as long as long as they're not changing offensive linemen during the game, I think they'll be able to overcome. Josh that. Allen is maddening because I know it is. It's, like watch the the fumble against the Dolphins. Like what do you? He's just not taking care of the ball. Yeah, and you and know that's he why runs it feels a lot like a with the ball out there. Like, he does. And, and that's a, a and surprise that's, to that's me. That's so fixable. It's focus and concentration. Yeah. And it, not yeah. that Burrow doesn't turn the ball over because he does. But he's not careless like Josh yeah. Allen is. Yeah. I think my biggest concern is the Bengals' offensive line, too. I, I, now, that's not to say Josh Allen isn't a concern because it's not like these red zone picks are one-offs. This is kind of – this is that's his, this yeah. is baked his into MO. his cake. Yeah. And, that, and, and it's very hard for a player to change their stripes after giving yeah. us a four-year body of work to kind of to figure out who he is and what he does. Yeah. All that being said, uh, I, I, I still believe greatly in Josh Allen. I just think that the, the, the these playoff games are won in the trenches. The Bengals are a team that even though I, that stat really surprises me, yeah. even though they are a team that gets rid of the ball quickly, they're going to need to get rid of it really quickly you know, against the, end, the Bills. The offensive line, even with the injuries now, is still better than it was last year, and they still went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's it, true. It, so it's, yeah. it's tough. I mean, it, I – before, if, if you would have told me the Bengals' offensive line was healthy, I'd be 100% confident the Bengals are going to win this game. Right. And now, as a fan, I'm not as confident. I, I will say this. I think that I, normally I, I look at the playoffs and the way things shake out, and I say, you know what, this is fair. This is equitable. I yeah. think this year it, it's one of the most unfair things I've ever seen in the course of my being an NFL fan. The road to the playoffs, the, to really the, the conference championship game, yeah. for the Chiefs, a team that – Let's face it. Yeah. Was was like one one A, one AA yeah. between the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals. Right. Yep. They get to stay at home and get the Jags. That's the only thing standing in their way to an, another AFC championship game appearance. Yeah. While meantime, two teams that many experts consider to be the best in the AFC yeah. have to play a game to get to yeah, Kansas. The Chiefs, well, and and if at, well, if the Bills get there, it's a neutral side. If the Bengals True. get there, yeah, you're right. This should be a neutral side. This game. should be a neutral I side as well. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with it you. That's, I just, just think it's unfair. Because you think about it. The reason it's a neutral side Chiefs-Bills is because the league said, well, if the Bills would have beat the Bengals, then the Bills would have been the number one seed. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Same thing here. I if know. the Bengals would have beat the Bills, and so the why Bengals would have been the two so seed. So why they're not using that same logic. Right. Makes absolutely it should be no, no sense. I will say, how about this stat? I saw my man, Cleve T.A., shout out to him. The, la- the Bills are like a six-point favorite in this game, which I think is way too high. The last 20 games, which is almost their entire careers, that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have played together for the Bengals, the Bengals have either won every game or lost by three or lost by three or less. They have not wow. lost. Well, that's true because the Browns are the teams that Chase both raced play. them and Chase wasn't Chase in. Chase didn't play. Yeah. What about Chase didn't play in the blowout last year either? Bar- Burrow didn't play. Oh, no, you mean no, no, earlier no. game? Yeah. I think that's where well, tw- it's 20 the last games 20. This season plus the end of last year. It's the season. last 20. Oh, so the Browns I think that was may the last have been, time. Because I think the Browns had every, or the Bengals had everybody. Yes, for that when game. When they boat yes. raced them last year. I think year that at was the place. last time they lost by more than three points wow. with Chase and Burrow Chase on the field. Burrow. So basically, it, they, they don't get. If, if Chase is playing and Burrow's playing, they don't get blown out. Yeah, man. But wow. he couldn't get me 85 yards last week. <laughs> last, 84. Uh, call last it a point day. For the last question. Daniel Jones, the Barnes & Noble version of Josh Allen. Just throwing it out there. 
Little thinking man's Josh Daniel Allen. Jones, the Barnes and Noble version. Of, what does that it's mean? Like, Barnes it's and like Noble's the down is great. Why are you the dissing Barnes and Noble? Well, I was trying to think of where smart people shop. All right, we've got one more to complete our fourth and 20. We're going to do it. We've got We're six doing. minutes to go. Yeah. Uh, which coach, and I'm, I added something to your question. I'm so there's the segment, really, by the way. There's really two questions here. Yeah. Which coach left in the postseason do you have the most faith in? And I'm going to add one to this. And the least faith in. That's a good question. Jason, what do you got? Most faith, Kyle Shanahan. Really? Yeah. I really like Kyle I Shanahan. I thought this was going to be a slam dunk with, with Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Uh, I'd take Kyle Shanahan over Andy Reid. Absolutely. No kidding. I even had Sean McDermott above Andy Reid. Yeah. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I mean, how, I just, you know what? I guess I Andy can't. Andy Reid's won one Super Bowl, right? I can't like, divorce Sean myself. Never gone to the no, Super Bowl. I know, but I think I, they got. I can't divorce myself from Kyle Shanahan, twenty-eight to three. I can't. I I just can't. I take, and I think that's why he's always going to be a tick below yeah. Andy Reid, who I consider to be a freaking genius. Well, I take Kyle Shanahan, and I'm sorry, Bull. Your guy of the least faith. In that's Zach my Taylor. least favorite. That's my least faith yeah. too. Yeah. Least, least yeah. faith. Who, who do you have least? I couldn't faith? think of another coach. And I'm not I mean, that. Uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head, but I yeah, can't. Yeah, I, I one went through I all eight this morning, and I'm like, you know what? Did we have I, these questions in I advance? Because like, I didn't. Uh, I added yeah, the least. So, I, me, that, so uh, that's an audible. Me, I added that one. To me, I'm trying to. Why can't I think of the fourth team? Oh, the Giants. I mean, how do you pick Brian Dable over Zach Taylor? I, all right, I, that's here's how you do. I like Brian Dable, but here's how. I just looked at where the Giants were. Yeah. And what they had, and I thought they're not a playoff team. So you just give Burrow all the credit stop. and no credit to Taylor, essentially. Burrow, you've, you've said multiple Burrow times you think he's an idiot. I, I don't think he's a great coach. No. <laughs> uh, and and I, I don't honestly, think he's an idiot. And, and um, so I've, I've come seen, around on him a little bit. You know why? And maybe this is stupid. Burrow loves him so much and thinks so highly of him that counts that it's made me come around. If, on yeah, that. but you if know it's what? Legitimate, Herbert, he's not if it's just legit, Herbert yes. loves Staley and thinks so highly of Staley, True. and I think they are doing the gentleman's punt on next year. But because that guy's coming back. But Jay, the difference is is that Burrow at least has something to point to for believing in his coach that they've been to the Super Bowl. Sure, yeah. The Chargers like, haven't won a thing. No. In so, fact, they, they missed the playoff last year. You know who I'd say I trust the least, the and it's maybe unfair because he's won a Super Bowl, is Mike Holmgren. I don't trust him at all. Mike, Hol- Mike, Mike McCarthy. You always Mike, Mike McCarthy. McCarthy. It's the second yeah, time I've done that. Do that. Mike McCarthy. I don't trust him at all. What's that? McCarthy's the right answer. I'm shocked no one said that. No, I don't think he and is I'm because he's won a Super Bowl. I do like Kyle Shanahan a lot, but I'm with you on Andy Reid as the guy I trust. Yeah, Andy Reid, for me, I have so much faith in Andy. I do think that their recent failures against yeah. the Bengals, those are the logs on their motivational fire that will get them over the hump. I, I, I believe that. Even though I know I picked the Bills because the Bills, for me, have this sentimental piece. That, I think yeah. Bills are winning the Super Bowl. I, I, I do, too. Yeah. I have the Bills beating I the think, Niners yeah, in well, the Super Bowl. But I think the winner of the Bills-Bengals game will win the, wins Super, Bowl. the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, and yet, so here you go. You guys are picking Andy Reid. You don't even think he's going to the Super no. Bowl this well, year. Well, I... 
I had Andy <laughs> Reid, but I just think that with all of the things that have happened, by the way, I think I'd be surprised if DeMar Hamlin doesn't lead them out of the tunnel. Yeah. He'll be there tomorrow. In this I guarantee. Yeah. I'll be Sunday. stunned guarantee if he doesn't it. do that. It's and be I'm telling you, that's going to take an already supercharged building and set it on fire. It's going to be nuts. I've been thinking about taking my son and going. Wow. Maybe. I just It's going to be crappy weather. It's a long drive. I'm not sure I want to do it. But. You know what? I, I always say when, whenever you're thinking about doing that, yeah. like if you can, yeah. do it. Because it's about life is about experience. I know. I'm thinking, of a drive. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. And it's those big games. Like, I think I've told the story of my son and I and the, yeah. car, and the trip from in the car where I lost my license. Our flights got canceled and everything else. That was when Ohio State was one and Michigan was two. Yeah. It's like one of the more memorable weekends yeah. of both of our lives. We both talk about it all the time. I guess I'm just a little concerned on the road. People are so crazy now that the behavior might ah, be Ah, don't so live bad. your life like that. Don't live uh, your life. Bill's you know. Mafia is totally I, normal in a good way. So like, yeah, you're, you're not, they you're are. They're good crazy fans. Environment They're good I've fans. been to a Bills Bengals game in Buffalo before. Have you? Bengals, but neither team was that good at the time. So I think tickets are going to be an issue. Oh yeah, it's. Gonna I mean, be, get in tickets. I could probably get them, but it's going to be tricky. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we second. did it uh, with 14 seconds to spare. I'm really proud of us. Yeah, fourth and 20. Well, there's only three of us. Yeah, no, that's true. There's only three of us. Let's hold up the happy face emojis as a little testament to us. Reminder: If you're a member, you get those same emojis. We did good today. We did good. Uh, we got time for final takes, which we haven't done in a long time. So. We haven't done final takes in a week. We haven't done them so weeks. long, I didn't plan one. I didn't either, Beautiful. but does anybody have one? Yeah, or anybody? I, I could just kind of come up with one here. Okay. Uh, I'll do a little TV action. So, new year, a time for some, some new television shows. Uh, <laughs> I watched the first episode. HBO's got a new big show, and I think this is going to be a huge hit. Uh, people love post-apocalyptic shows. They do, I mean, for some reason. It's a hot thing. Uh, this new show on HBO is called The Last of Us. The star of it, or one of the stars, but the main star, I can't think of the actor's name. He's the guy that plays the Mandalorian, if you watch that on Disney. He was in Narcos. I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, I don't know. Can you look that up for me, Mike? I can't the, think of the actor's yeah, we name. Yeah, a light just went out in the studio. So if anyone, Yeah, Bull, Bull's, Bull's backlight just oh, went okay. out. The Last uh, of it, Us is taking the last of our lights. Yeah, <laughs> well, look up the name of the lead actor. I can't think of the actor's name. He's, a, he's great. Great in The Mandalorian. He was great in um All right, in I got to pee. Move it along. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal? Yes. He's fantastic. The Come show, on. the first episode, was absolutely oh, phenomenal. Oh, I read something on Pedro that said he's never been in anything that has lower than an 89 he's on right. Rotten Tomatoes. Well, Nar- Narcos, did you ever watch, anybody watch Narcos? Yes, I mean, all this, but everything that he's been in yeah. has been great, so they said this is going to be another it's, hit. The first episode was really good. I mean, I don't want to give anything away. Bull, is the whole series out, or is it a week by week? No, HBO does week by week. I know we're also spoiled, and we want everything right away, which I let one, too. But uh, first, I think it's first episode is great. By the way, two other shows, Mayor of Kingstown, season two on Paramount+. Plus. Do you I like watch- that? Great show. Watch the first. It's really the only thing worth watching. Up. Oh, no, no. They got the, the, the Stallone show, too. Uh, King of uh, all, by the, King. all by the same creator. Wait, yeah, is it all Yellowstone Ta- on Paramount? Yellowstone. Yeah. Created by Taylor Sheridan. Tulsa right. King with Stallone. Yeah. Created yeah. by Taylor Sheridan. And this Mayor of Kingstown, which stars That's Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, Renner, Renner yeah. uh, who had a serious accident recently. Guys, in the not hospital. serious. Listen to this. The vehicle that ran over his body yeah. in, in entirety yeah. weighed 18,000 pounds. Oh, my God. How is he alive? It's not a snowplow. Everybody first said, oh, he got run over by a snowplow. No. This is one of those huge excavating snow tractors. Yeah. Wow. How he's alive is a miracle. It seems like he's he's coming out of it okay. I don't know. He went home last night. He's he's another great actor. That show, first episode of season two. 
Whew. He was great in Hurt, Hurt Locker. Locker. He's great as, uh, as uh, what's his name in the Marvel movies? I can't name his character's name. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Jeez, what's the matter with me? Anyway, and the, the, the mayor of, of Kingstown, the first episode of season two was great. And so was the show with, um, my brain is not functioning today. Brian Cranston, your honor. Season oh, two, episode old. one. No, no, no. They just came out with the second season. Oh, they did? First I, episode, on point. Excellent job, Brian Cranston. I never phenomenal. finished the first season. Man, you're a TV. You, how much do you watch a week? What? I have some shows that I watch with my wife. Right. And we watch them, like, before we go to bed. Sure. And then sometimes I'll stay up late just to watch a show that's just for me. Yeah. Or on the weekends, you know. God, I don't know how I you find do the time. it. I have an omission to make if we're talking TV for a sec. Sure. Uh, this past weekend, I had a couple hours to kill. And I'd seen Rocky 3 and 4. I'd never seen the original. Oh, I my God. The, wow. I watched the original this weekend. Wow. Who, why would you see Rocky 3 and 4 without going to see the original? That's stunning to me. Because I... You know, you, you know the backstory. Like you know what it is. And I saw three on a plane, and I was like, oh, I should watch four because I heard two wasn't very good, and I just the original Wait, wasn't well, out. who told you two wasn't very good? Yeah. Someone told me two wasn't very oh, I good. Oh, two was awesome. Heard two wasn't very good. You haven't seen five? Balboa? I didn't even know No, five, five is not Balboa. Which one was six Balboa? Six is Balboa. Oh. Wow. Five was the worst one. That's with Tommy Gunn. Oh, yeah, yeah you're man. right. That's the worst one. Watch, watch Balboa and get back to me. Balboa was great. I was in Balboa. That's why I want you to watch okay. it and get back well, to me. I, I just one... watched it recently and saw you. Yeah. It was, he bounced back nicely with that one. Can I thought I so, too, because I thought, original, I thought it was a big mistake when they told us, yeah. hey, uh, Sylvester asked specifically for the first take crew right. to be on. Right, and right. I'm like, guys, do we want to do this? Like the last one yeah. killed. It's over. Jump Five the shark. was terrible. But six- and and, and uh, one of our producers like had read the screenplay to it. Yeah. Said, no, it's really good. It was awesome. It's really good. So we we and did it. Kellerman was on it too. Yeah, and, uh, it was great. It was really it was well done. The only one that sucks is five. Five is terrible. Five was brutal. Oh. Just brutal. Um, can I make one comment on the original though? Yes. There's only two boxing scenes in the whole movie. The intro yeah. and the end. It's more a love story. It's and a love a story. Persevere. Oh yeah, human. Be like perseverance. As someone who, like I said, I saw three, four. Right. Those are very boxing heavy. To go back, it was such a mind warp from what it's I amazing. expected. Yeah, because what? there was so much action in all the other ones. But right. the, what makes the Rocky and those movie specials are the training scenes. With the I music. thought so too. Yeah, I, that's what yeah. makes it the so best. good. So, so, so good. Yeah. Well, I'll make this quick because I didn't have it planned in advance, and I got to pee. But let's stick on Bulls. Uh, TV thing, Kaleidoscope on Netflix. Oh, really? That's Great. Good, huh? I loved Great. it. I wow. loved it. You can wow. watch it in any order you want. You can go online and Google. They give you, like, if you want to go chronologically, don't go chronologically. So. I put the suspense order of the most suspenseful, so it saves everything for last. Uh, but there's a, there's a worldview order. And then I went back, because if, no matter how you watch it, you're going to miss stuff. So then, like, you go back and you, you pick up little nuggets in different episodes. They're based on color. And you can go in any order that you want. It's a ter- I, I thoroughly enjoyed Kaleidoscope. Check it out. On wow. Netflix. Wow. I was That's not going to watch it. I'm was really, I, I, I only it. halfway through, but so far, Jason, very good. Yeah. Nice. yeah. It's great. Is it funny? No. Oh, okay. Suspense. It's the guy from right Breaking drama. Bad. It's Gustavo Fring. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. great. It's, yeah. That guy's an amazing actor. Yeah. 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 It's, it's terrific. But I started, I, I have I started to with add like, to the most television exciting I really don't. You don't watch any regular television. I don't watch TV. I mean, I watch sports. Yeah, yeah. And that's. I'm not kidding, guys. My wife always has HGTV on in the yeah. house all the time. <laughs> and I'm usually doing other things. So I'm not like, so I, I don't care. It becomes background noise to me. I can tell you all about Chip and Joanna Gaines' most recent flip. <laughs> I can tell you nothing about these series. Although, 
when when the, my family was in, Corey was in, and Corey's a big. He's like you guys. He's watched everything. Yeah, yeah. He watched um, White Lotus. Great, and, great. and said you gotta watch yeah, it. Great show. So we binge well, watched that. We saw season one. Great. And I told my wife at the time, I'm like, you know, I really need to watch more TV. This is entertaining. Well, nowadays the show. There's so many great shows now. When yeah. we were kids. TV mostly sucked. Well, you had commercials. Yeah. Now, now you watch a show between, with commercials. I between I HBO, Netflix, Amazon. There's so many great shows. Right. Which is why White Lotus television. first season was phenomenal. The second season was really. Well, are you talking about White Lotus? Or? First season. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird. White Lotus. It's bizarre. That's the point. Yeah. I, I guess. That's the point. But, I guess. But it was it was entertaining weird. And I thought the music was Absolutely the, phenomenal. The music makes the show in both I've, seasons. The scenery in Hawaii is incredible. Now, two was even better. We got 20 second seconds. Second season's in Italy. Yeah, and I'm told that, like, this is a real place in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like, it's a must-see. It's in Sicily, I think. It's yeah. great. Well, I, that, and that's where I want to go. And that's yeah. where my grandparents are from, Sicily. So Funny. I'm going to go check it out. Overtime. Yeah, see you in overtime. See you tomorrow. Love you guys. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.